When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune, but with a twist. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, and Oakland native. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. This month, we have some very special episodes. Each week, one of my friends is going to be taking over the podcast to share their favorite deep cuts with you. And this week's host is singer, streamer, gamer, Tessa Violet. Take it away, Tessa. It's 365 with Tessa New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365 Tessa On this day in 2021, we're celebrating a very special milestone the 100-year anniversary of the hormone insulin being widely distributed to the public. Back in the year 1921, the world looked very different for diabetics, or for people who have a medical disease that affects the way your body processes and stores blood sugar, also known as glucose. In people whose bodies are able to produce glucose normally, insulin, a hormone made by the pancreas, helps the glucose in food get absorbed into your cells to be used for energy. But in people with diabetes, your body either doesn't make enough insulin or can't use it as well as it should. This lack of insulin can cause a variety of scary and unpleasant symptoms, including weight loss, extreme thirst, fatigue, and blurred vision. If a diabetic's blood sugar becomes too high, they can also risk going into what's known as a diabetic coma, a life-threatening complication that causes unconsciousness. The known history of diabetes actually dates back to ancient times, with the first recorded symptom appearing in manuscripts from ancient Egyptians in 1550 BC. The name diabetes was coined by the Greek physician Apollonius of Memphis, who noticed that one of the disease's top symptoms was excessive urination and named it after the Greek word for to go through. Although diabetes has existed for centuries, the prognosis for those who suffered was grim. Doctors didn't have much of a clue what was causing patients' symptoms, and most people with diabetes didn't live for long. But in 1889, there was a huge medical breakthrough when two German researchers, Oskar Minkowski and Joseph von Meering, discovered that removing the pancreas gland from dogs would cause the animals to develop symptoms of diabetes and die soon afterwards. This discovery sparked an important theory that the pancreas played a critical role in regulating the body's body sugar consumption. This led to the idea that the pancreas was the site where pancreatic substances, also known as insulin, were produced. Later, that research would be expanded upon by a researcher named Sir Edward Sharpie Schaefer, who in 1910 theorized that only one chemical was missing from the pancreas in people with diabetes. Sharpie Schaefer decided to name this chemical insulin after the Latin word for insula, or island. Doctors and scientists took this premise and ran with it, and by 1921, a young surgeon named Frederick Banting and his assistant, Charles Best, had made a miraculous medical breakthrough that combined all the research that had come before them. 
Together, the pair figured out a way to remove insulin from a dog's pancreas. The substance came out looking like a thick brown muck, but despite its disgusting appearance, Banting and Best injected it into a dog with severe diabetes and were amazed. The dog lived for 70 days and only died when there was no more of the extract left. Quickly, scientists began to develop ways to apply this research to humans. But for patients with diabetes, the clock was ticking. Despite being widely recognizable for its symptoms, there was still no cure or even good treatment for diabetes. The doctors usually resorted to putting patients suffering from the disease onto a special diet and exercise routine in an attempt to manage the disorder. When 14-year-old Leonard Thompson arrived at a hospital in Toronto in 1921, his prognosis was pretty grim. Diagnosed with diabetes two years prior, Thompson weighed just 65 pounds, and doctors gave him only two weeks to live. Thompson became the first human patient in the history to receive a dose of insulin extract, and sure enough, his blood glucose dropped almost immediately. But because the insulin he was given had not been properly purified, he developed a severe allergic reaction. The doctors had to wait weeks before giving him a second dose. When a second dose was finally administered, everything went smoothly. Eventually, he began to receive daily doses and to doctors' amazement, began rapidly recovering and gaining weight. The University of Toronto eventually gave Banting and Best a license to mass-produce insulin and supply it to pharmaceutical companies. And the rest is history. By April 15th, insulin was commercially available to the general public afflicted with diabetes and would go on to save millions of lives and become one of the greatest medical discoveries of the 20th century. And here's Kevin Morby. Hello, this is Kevin Morby. I love all of my records, but I would be lying if I said that there wasn't a special place in my heart for my album Singing Saw. In terms of my career, there's really a before Singing Saw and an after Singing Saw. It's also a record of first for me. It was my first time working with Dead Oceans. It was my first time working with my friend and producer Sam Cohen, who at the time was basically a stranger to me. And it was the first time sort of going outside of my comfort zone and working with new musicians who I didn't know, but I admired their playing. And all these things at the time felt like a risk, but they're all a risk that brought a great reward. And I really trusted my gut as I went along with all of these decisions and let them sort of guide me to the completion of this album. I wrote it in Los Angeles about my neighborhood in Los Angeles called Mount Washington. And that is where I'm standing on the front cover. And it's an album that continues to be great to me and change things for me forever. And I'm so incredibly grateful to everybody involved and to the album itself. Okay, so April 15th in my life. Um, I'm looking through my photos. I don't have much interesting to report besides that I looked very hot in some selfies this time last year. <laughs> but besides that, I have a little song in my voice memos. Um, this is from April 15th, 2017. Uh, here's a little taste of it. I'll ask you to dance And you'll take my hand I wanna say I 
Wow. Okay. So it sounds like I'm literally just like starting to write that song. I never released that one. Um, but the way it ended up going, if y'all want to hear it, was uh, I'd ask you to dance, reach for your hand, face to face and chest to chest. Baby, you're so I could hold you like this. Ask for a kiss just because I wanted to, just because I, I wanted you. Yeah, yo, it's kind of a good one. I could never find a verse for that song. I was on a big kick then of just like how powerful it felt to ask people if they wanted to kiss. Um, you know, in Bad Ideas, that's the opening line of that song. I hope that you don't think I'm rude, but I want to make out with you. And um, this song I wrote before Bad Ideas, so definitely it's a bit of a precursor. But yes, okay. Oh, um, my music video comes out tomorrow, so that's pretty cool. Um, but I guess that's not today, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, I had a single come out last week. It's called Games with Lovely the Band. Check it out. Yo, and that has been April 15th. This is your guest host, Tessa Violet. Y'all, I am a singer-songwriter. I just released a new song, Games, featuring Lovely the Band. Um, You may know me from my songs, Crush or Wishful Drinking. And yeah, that's me. Find me everywhere people are found, at Tessa Violet. Thanks for going back in time with me. And remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and come back tomorrow for more stories from yesterday with your guest host, Tessa Violet. It's 365 with Tessa New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough.